Hey everyone, today I'm going to be doing my review of episode three of Loki. We're halfway through the season and I'm going to go through this. I'm going to do review, breakdown, uh, scene by scene, uh, theories, all the normal stuff. This was a very divisive episode. I feel like a lot of people really liked it and a lot of people really didn't. So I'll give you my thoughts. I'm right in the middle. I thought it was mediocre. I really enjoyed it. It was fun. But it definitely was a lot weaker than the other episodes. And I think we'll talk about why, but I think that all stems from one thing. So I'm, I'm like, tr I'm really trying to give the episode the benefit of a doubt. I feel like I want to like it more than I actually did. This was by far the weakest episode so far. Um, each time I rewatch it, I find that I like it less and less, which kind of sucks. It's enjoyable, but it's just not up to the standard the other episodes uh, kind of established. This is very much a diversion from the main story. It's very different from the first two episodes. It's a change of pace, a change of location, a change of just the whole story. It's, it's very interesting, not what I expected. So, okay, so I'm not going to go scene by scene for this one. I'm just going to kind of talk about it. You know, the general plot is opens up with this fantastic scene of Sylvie and Hunter C20. That was great getting to see what her powers are like. Sylvie invades the TVA, goes for the timekeepers. Loki confronts her. They get He uses the temp pad to teleport to this planet. Lamentous one, I believe. The temp pad's out of juice, so they spend the whole rest of the episode trying to get a power source to either get the temp pad to teleport out of there or to get on, when that fails, to get on the ship to escape the planet before it's destroyed. That's basically the overall plot of the episode. The big things are that the big reveal of this episode was when Lady Loki said, or I guess I should call her Sylvie said, that all the people working for the TVA are actually variants, but they're unaware of it. They don't know that. They think they were created by the timekeepers when they're really just variants. So we'll talk about that, my theory about that, a little bit later. So let's talk about the good stuff in the episode, and then I'll get into the stuff I didn't like. So good. The opening scene, I loved Sylvie and Hunter C20. I love seeing Sylvie's powers. This is going to come back later in the theory section because there's a huge theory involving this, which I find super interesting. I like that the visuals of this episode were fantastic. The cinematography was really well done. That one shot at the end, it was a long take too. It was a one shot with no cuts and it was just the camera going through the chaos following Loki and Sylvie. And I just thought that was super well done. Like it takes so much work to choreograph and do one shots like that with no take. Oneers like that, like there was one in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and there's been one in Daredevil and stuff, but they're really tough to do, and they require a lot of skill. And that must have take, taken that must have taken a lot of extra work. Um, so I, I really think that was awesome. The visual effects were fantastic in this episode. I really liked the way this planet looked. Lamentous one, I thought it was really cool. The production design was good. I thought it was well directed. The detail I thought was good. I really liked everything visually about this episode. I really liked. The fight scenes I really, really liked. I liked the choreography, the action. Of all the Marvel TV show episodes, this one probably had the most action because most Falcon Winter Soldier episodes had like one or two set pieces, but this had like three major action sequences. Um, I thought Lady Loki's fight choreography was really cool. I liked the martial arts. I like. I really liked the fight scene when she storms the TVA and she's going for the timekeepers. I, I just really liked the action in this episode. I thought it was really well done. The score of this show by Natalie Holt continues to be amazing. Um, I just really think it's really, really good. I really like the character of Lady Loki. I think 
some of the writing was subpar, but I really like the character and I wish, and I'm hoping for more development of her character in the future and more of her backstory. I thought her chemistry with Loki was good. It was really good, but it, again, the writing wasn't to the point, wasn't to the level it was for the first two episodes. So I think they were doing everything they could with the writing they were given. And I think just this show has been established to be so smartly written that this one pales in comparison to the other two episodes. And I really think this was another writer. So let's get into the bad since I already kind of started. It was the writing. Everything from this episode comes from the writing. I feel like it was just weaker. It's not even that it was bad. It was just the other two episodes were so witty, so smartly written. Just everything was so well done that this episode just really pales in comparison. Like, it felt like the first two episodes were written by someone and this one was a different writer, which that could very well be the case because of the writer's room. I don't know. It's just, it's not weak on its own, but it's weak in comparison. It wasn't as smart. It wasn't as witty. A lot of the banter, it's a very fine line. And I feel like the way it was written between Mobius and Loki was really, really well done. But the way it was written between Sylvie and Loki, I thought it was good and I thought it was acted well, but I thought it came off less believable and a little bit everything came off a little bit more cheesy than the other two episodes and this just highlights how good the writing has been for the first two episodes um because this was a good this was solid on its own but when you compare it to the other two just the writing was not there the dialogue was not there the just the overall plot it just wasn't as good it was just mediocre i feel like um it just felt like a different writer another thing is that for an episode like this where the overall plot didn't move forward a lot, I would hope for a little more character development. And there wasn't a lot of that either. There was some lines and there was a little bit, but not enough. Like, I still don't know much about Sylvie. I just still don't know much else about Loki. We'll talk about his power level because that was another big issue. I just feel like the writing of this episode was not nearly as good as the other two. And that really hurt it because the show has been so good. And this was solid. This was mediocre good but it just was it's the weakest episode in my opinion and i still really enjoyed it i love the fight scenes i love the visuals i like lady loki a lot um i just hope that they get back on track with the smart writing again another big issue is loki's powers because in this episode well first of all it has the normal loki has had the normal comic book problem that i feel like bucky has too where he's as powerful as he needs to be for the story like stan lee even has talked about this he's quoted saying in an interview all the time people ask me who would win in a fight this person or this person he says and i always say the same thing whoever the writer wants to win in the fight whoever the writer needs to win in the fight it has nothing to do with the characters themselves it's the writer and what they need for the story and all the characters powers levels some of them are really consistent but i feel like loki and bucky especially have been really inconsistent just by their level alone like Loki recently in the timeline was just going toe-to-toe with Captain America and now he's getting beaten up really easily so I feel like power level like Bucky too he was going toe-to-toe with Captain America but then Falcon and Winter Soldier he was much weaker I feel like Loki's power level is really inconsistent plus in this episode he displays all these abilities like he displays telekinesis he stops a giant pole from landing on him a giant pillar thing and then reverses it back up but He's never, he's shown telekinesis, but never to that level before. And where was that this whole time? Why hasn't he ever used that before? It would have been so useful in all these other situations he was in. So there's so many powers he displayed in this episode that he never used before 
which kind of caused a plot hole. Like, why wouldn't he use these before? It's just so inconsistent. Um, so that's something that kind of bothered me. And for Bucky, it didn't bother me as much, but for Loki, it does bother me. It feels like, especially his power level, is always fluctuating and it's never consistent. And what he's able to do is never consistent. It's um, it's super weird. In the next episode, I want more development of Sylvie. I want to get back to the multiverse, the TVA, what's going on with that. And I want to get back to Mobius and the main plot and what's going on with that. That's kind of my hope for the next episode. I want to get back on track. I enjoyed this, but I don't want another like filler episode next time. Easter eggs, there was like a cool, another callback to another when uh, Loki throws down the glass bottle and yells another when he wants more wine. That's kind of a cool callback to Thor. So overall, this was a good episode, but the weakest of the three, it just wasn't nearly as good for me in comparison. So now moving on from the review, let's get into theories because I have a lot of those. So before I said that this Lady Loki was Enchantress pretending to be Lady Loki, that could still be the case, but I do now think, I think this is a Lady Loki. But what I think is that she was born a Loki with the black hair, not with blonde hair. And when she said she decided to switch her identity, she renamed herself to Sylvie and she dyed her hair blonde to become someone else. Um, but my question is, we know that she said she was on the run from the TVA her whole life. So I'm guessing what happened was she did something when she was young that caused a branch. The TVA came to apprehend her and prune her, but somehow she escaped and she dedicated the, her whole life to taking down the TVA because she realizes how bad they are. And another thing like, is that like the TVA, when it's revealed that so many of them are variants, like that's huge. That means they're lying. That means what else could they be lying about? Do the timekeepers exist? What's going on with the TVA? How are these variants? Did the like TVA just take variants and then erase their memories and brainwash them into thinking they were created by the timekeepers? Like what's going on with that? The TVA at this point, because of that reveal, they're evil. They need to be taken down. I don't think the individual people in the TVI are evil, but I think as an organization, they're evil. And I think they can't just stand the way they are. At this point, they're going to have to be taken down. Another thing with Lady Loki, um, they made it a point to call her power many, many times in this episode. They called her enchantment. And I said before that she was enchantress. I don't think she is, but I think she will become enchantress and take the name of enchantress because her power is called enchanting people, she will clearly become enchantress, which is cool. Another theory I, I saw was that if Kang is involved with the TVA, could the TVA be Chronopolis? And could Chronopolis be in the quantum realm? So a little background. In the comics, Kang's city he lives in, his big city he controls, is called Chronopolis. And in Ant-Man of the Wasp, you see Chronopolis, you see what looks like a city hidden in the background in one shot in the quantum realm. So that could be interesting. Another thing is that in the first or second episode, Mobius says time moves differently here in the TVA, which is almost the exact line that I can't remember who it was. I think Hank Pym said in Ant-Man, he said time moves differently in the quantum realm. So maybe the TVA is Chronopolis and it's in the quantum realm, which right now I don't believe that's likely but it could be really interesting. So another theory, the last theory I want to cover that I've heard, I don't buy into it, but it's really interesting is that this entire episode or most of it 
was all in Loki's head and Lady Loki has been enchanting him this whole time to get him to tell her things. I don't know what the goal of this would be, but I guess it would explain some of the weird writing, the weird choices. But I don't know. I just don't buy this. I think that would be a crazy reveal, but I need more of an explanation for that. Um, What do you think of these series? I think I really, I'm interested. I want more development of Sylvia. I want more TVA. I want more Mobius. So I'm really looking forward to the next episode and I hope they can get back on track because I really enjoyed this, but the next episode is what solidifies it. Like if, if the next episode is not as good, then that could be pretty bad. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. So what do you think of this episode? You can let me know by leaving a comment, a voicemail, an email, or what did I forget? Or submitting a topic, a question, or a theory in the form in the description of this video. Um, remember, we're on the podcast platforms too, and we're on YouTube. So feel free to go to your preferred platform. I believe that's everything. Oh, for the people listening on podcasts, if you want, I do have put exclusive videos and I do live things exclusively on YouTube. And yeah, so that's pretty much it. Thank you everyone for listening. Have a good day.